Hi, I'm Seth. And I'm Charlotte. And this is Fool's Errand. A podcast about tarot, astrology, and everything in between. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode. We took a little break. I'm sure all of you missed hearing our wonderful voices. But yeah, so we took a little break, but now we're back. Don't worry, we're not going anywhere. Um, And that's actually the topic of today's episode is we're going to be talking about breaks and taking breaks, being productive, um, and just maintaining, forming and maintaining a healthy relationship with tarot, especially as it pertains to sort of business and clientele and et cetera. So yeah, I think it should be a really interesting episode. Um, But as always, before we get into it, um, my wonderful co-host who will hopefully elucidate us on the mystical happenings of the universe and hopefully help us unravel um, ever so slightly the mysteries of the cosmic entities, if you will. So take it away, Charlotte. (laughs) Hi, everyone. So welcome back. We're in Leo season. which is a really, really exciting and fun time of year. It's going to affect everyone a little differently. This is a really good time to sort of take charge and thrive, place yourself in the center of the spotlight if that's your thing, Um, kind of really focus on the self. Leo is very individualistic, so this is a really good time to focus on what makes you an individual, sort of explore new avenues, like perfect your aesthetic, perfect your image, that type of thing, but really embody the the Leo sense of self-confidence and self-assuredness. Um, so aside from Leo season, we have an Aquarius full moon coming up this coming Monday, August 3rd and 4th. So this is a really interesting full moon because Aquarius is directly opposite of Leo. So the sun and moon are going to be in complete opposite um, planets right now. And Aquarius is more of a collectivist perspective, a collectivist energy. Aquarius likes to think about the greater good and like being a part of a whole, um, looking at humanity on sort of like a broader scale. And then, like I said, Leo's very individualistic. Um, it's all about like the part, like the self, like being an individual, um, being like a, a singular entity, kind of like in a sea of other people. So this is a really interesting full moon for like conceptualizing yourself, conceptualizing your identity, there's just a lot that will be going on here. Um, there there can be kind of darker undertones to Leo that might come out in people around this time. Um, of course, there's a limit to how beneficial any... I mean, there's a line between confidence and arrogance um, and self, self-assuredness can kind of turn into being self-centered or too self-serving sort of like this idea of being drunk with pride. So that may be coming out around this full moon. And there's sort of just like this dialogue happening of people may feel a real conflict between their role being a part of a collective and their role being an individual. This is a really good time to sort of get in touch with your shadow self and unpack your shadow self, kind of 
view everything as two sides of the same coin, view yourself as having many, many faces and many sides, um, and kind of think about how you can balance those different identities and those different responsibilities all in one, how you can maintain your individuality and put yourself first while also upholding your responsibility to the collective um, and to the greater good. And also while there's this full moon, Uranus is going to be very relevant for this full moon because it is making a square, which is a 90 degree alignment with the sun at the same time as the full moon. So Uranus is the planet of sort of expansion. Um, Aquarius, Aquarius is ruled by Uranus. So it's very interesting that this is aligning the way it is. But yeah, this alignment is going to trigger things in our lives that feel shaky or unsteady, things that are kind of like unstable, maybe shifting. There's sort of like going to be a little bit of mistrust, um, a little bit of confusion in direction. Generally, full moons are a time to release things. So this is really not a good time for manifesting, really not a good time for setting intentions. This is more of a time for contemplation and reflection um and release the biggest thing with full moon is releasing what no longer is meant for us so with uranus sort of kicking out old systems um we may find ourselves kind of going back to the drawing board in terms of systems or day-to-day routines that sort of thing this is going to be a very energetically busy full moon and it's going to affect every person very differently depending on what you're birth chart looks like. So if you would like more information, I would encourage you to do reading um, relevant to your specific birth chart because this is just going to be a very interesting and funky time. But I'm excited. Full moons are always a really wonderful conclusion to our little periods of the moon cycles. So just try to enjoy it and like take a bath, relax, don't do any crazy projects or anything. So yeah, that's our astrology. Great. Thank you. Um, exciting times ahead, as always. So moving on from that, I guess we can just sort of launch right into our main topic for the week, which is breaks and maintaining healthy relationships with tarot. I guess I can just start us off by, well, like, We, as I'm sure all of you know, took like, I think like a two to three week break, two week-ish break from uploading. And I think that was partially because I think breaks are really necessary, especially in tarot. It's a very draining passion and activity. I think we've talked about this before, about how um, tarot can really demand a lot of out of you on a very like emotional and spiritual level, Um, like sitting down with another person and sort of spending like 30 to 45 to an hour with them and like answering questions and interpreting, you know, you're using a lot of different muscles in your brain and you're using a lot of different parts of your brain. Um, And so I, I, I really think that like you should never push yourself too far. I mean, I think it's, it's like with everything, there's a balance, you know, it's great to be productive, particularly if you are making money out of tarot, like it's great to, you know, have a lot of clients to, um, get a lot of readings done. 
both on like a, just a productive level, but, and also on a financial level. And at the same time, I think it's always really important to, to not push yourself. Yeah. What would you say as just sort of opening thoughts? Yeah. I think like Seth was saying of like how this is a very taxing, like passion and uh, line of work, if you will, um, that involves all different types of your brain. It's sort of, it's not really something that you can do just kind of offhand. Like whether you're reading for someone, like whether I'm reading for someone online really quick and I'm doing like a 30, 20 to 30 minute online reading. So what that looks like is like, I sit down, I collect myself, I gather my thoughts, like I read the person's question, I meditate on their question, I meditate on their energy. I usually set up like an altar of some sort, like I I have like my crystals and stuff that I like to have set up a certain way. I like candles. Um, I kind of just like make sure that my space is like how I want it to be and that the energy is how I want it to be. And then I shuffle cards and then I pull the cards and then I sit with the cards and then I interpret, like you get the idea. Like it's all of these like long processed steps. And if you've ever like, I I feel like, I don't know what else to compare it to other than like writing an essay. Cause you literally have to take like different themes and then like put them together using your intuition and just your knowledge of tarot. And then like give this person they're reading and be, because like what makes a good reading is that like time and care and investment and focus and so it's it's difficult because it it can be so energetically taxing because you it is essential that you give as much of yourself as you can every time you're doing your reading um it's not like i'm just like sitting on the couch and someone messages us for a reading and I'm like whatever I'll just pull a card and read it while I'm like watching tv like it's always like a deliberate practice so in that sense if you are working on commission as Seth and I often are you're kind of at the your your sort of day is going to be dictated by whether or not like people are reaching out and asking for readings and um it's it's just tricky. Like it's it's difficult to to find a way to sort of balance. Like okay, I'm just gonna take this night for myself, or like okay, if someone messages me tonight, I'm gonna drop what I'm working on. I'm gonna go to where I read my tarot. I'm gonna set up everything, and then I'm gonna give this person a thought out reading. So it's definitely not the same as other jobs where like, it's not like, okay, I'm working on this four to seven and then I don't have to think about it for the rest of the day. And I can just go on with my life. Like when someone comes to us asking for a reading, I feel like then we sort of address them and move from there if one of us is available. But yeah, no, I, I mean, I agree with everything you say. I also think that like now when we're doing our readings online, as you mentioned, it's like actually like you end up like literally writing an essay because you're just typing out like um, a lot of stuff. And I think also an important thing to note is like you have this time aspect, as we mentioned, and you also have, I think, like this sort of emotional aspect, because I think um, we've talked at sort of great lengths about how one of the greatest things about tarot, a really beautiful part of tarot, is that even as the reader, you 
leave a a reading changed you know like the relationship is such that like even if i don't know what i'm giving a reading exactly for like i don't really know the person um this is like an anonymous person generally over the internet and they're asking me about something that i have no clue about i think i can still draw a lot of like parallels or even just life lessons from my reading and so i think that too can also be kind of tiring like i think that ability to sacrifice not only your time but your energy and like your passion and emotions to think critically and also i think also tarot has a really great balance between like critical thinking and sort of like emotional thinking um and balancing that as well and so i think after a reading it can be really taxing and i think also just like at the end of the day you are going to perform your best when you feel your best, right? Like this is, the work is very much based on your own outlook on life and your own positivity and your own feelings and how you are just like interacting with the world from time to time. Like a reading, if I got the same exact card position, but two weeks apart, like let's say I do one reading for one person, one reading for the other, they might be the same exact cards in the same exact reading, but depending on my mood for the day, what's happening in like the world, how I feel, all of those things impact my reading. And so the readings might be very different. And so I think in that way, like pushing yourself is never, in my opinion, and never a good idea um, when it comes to tarot reading, I think with tar- learning tarot, I think wanting to push yourself is a good idea. But I think in terms of reading, whenever I feel like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do this or like, I don't really want to do this, but this person's asking me like those times, those readings are always going to be, at least in my experience, worse than of a reading where I'm like, I'm excited to do this. I want to help this person out. Let's delve into their problems. There's issues, the conflict at hand. Let's think critically. Let's balance our emotions and rationality. Like let's, let's discuss the themes. Let's go into their history. Like these are all relevant things and very relevant things in like a very simple reading. And if you're not prepared to deal with all of this, then I would just say, like, take a break, you know, you don't have to read constantly. Oh, yeah, for sure. I do you find that you more take like planned or unplanned breaks? I definitely. I think I probably take more unplanned breaks. I think for me, it's very hard to um, determine whether something is like like for me it's very hard to determine whether or not I'm going to have the bandwidth for something sometimes I think I have a very high tolerance for discomfort and like doing monotonous things or doing like tedious things and other times I'm like just absolutely not I can't be bothered to do this so I think it depends what about you I am for sure more of an unplanned break taker. I, in general, am very, I'm very bad at at, at um adhering to structure. I kind of just sort of do whatever I need to do as I feel in the moment. So like when I'm tired, I sleep. Like when I'm 
I have a lot of energy, I go for a run, that sort of thing. So with tarot, if I didn't feel like reading, I just wouldn't read. And I think before we started this podcast and before we started like working with clients at the rate that we now work with them, that could look like a like three to six month break at a time. Like I, I would oscillate between reading all the time, like reading at parties, reading for friends when they came over, reading for strangers, like reading for myself just on a daily basis and then taking like a six week break or something and then picking it back up or sometimes literally not touching the deck for like three months. But it was really important because I would take that rest that was sort of like dictated by my my state of being and like my intuition and whatever. And then when I came back to my deck after however long the break was, I was so much more refreshed and I was able to like connect to the cards a lot more easily and I don't know it just really shows like I've been in situations before where I've foolishly like pushed myself to give a reading when I was really tired or I wasn't really feeling it or I didn't really um I just really didn't have the energy or presence for it and like the readings will come out bad like I won't be able to give a good reading and then I'll be like like shit like sorry like I feel like I could do better I'm just really tired right now so for me I feel like the breaks are more unplanned and because I never really had to worry about clients up until we begin this podcast it was there was really no consequence to that now it's a bit different because I could be taking a break but there could still be like five people messaging me who want a reading um which is so great because I love that people reach out to us and I love that like we have clients that want to hear from us. Like it's such a wonderful, wonderful blessing. And I love like giving readings to people that make an impact with them and resonate with them and just kind of like talking to people about what's going on in their life. But yeah, now it's weird because we're sort of in this like weird zone where I feel like a lot of readers who give readings for a for like a larger audience who have a lot of clients like you do sort of have to take more calculated and more planned breaks and for me tarot has been something that's always been so driven by like my present feelings that it's hard to predict like okay two weeks from now I'm gonna take a week off because I'm gonna be feeling really drained and tired and sad and I'm just not going to want to touch my deck like it's it's kind of like a hard thing to plan around in a way what do you think about that yeah no I I really I I really agree with what you said about it being about like your present moment the present moment I just I think in general when whenever you turn a passion into a, a business there is a tension of like there's an underlying tension between like you don't want to commodify your happiness too much and it's great to like do things that make you happy and make mon- make money while you're doing it and those two sort of like conflicting phenomenons that occur and i think like tarot is no different where you have to deal with that tension in some way or another it's also i think important to take breaks with tarot because i think as we've mentioned, um, this is like, I feel like something we talk about all the time, but like that tarot is like a never ending journey, right? Like you are constantly adding to this dictionary, this thesaurus, this encyclopedia in your head of like meanings, motifs, narratives, 
things that you can attribute certain cards to. And I think sometimes stepping away from some cards, like I think that's the beauty of having multiple decks is the ability to switch decks and come back to decks and come back to cards, but allow there to be time and space for you to grow as a person. Um, because tarot is so attached to the self and like your self understanding of the world. I think like looking back at, some of the cards I have, some of the, like a deck I have now that I used like two years ago, a lot of the interpretations I have now, sort of my go-to interpretations for a card, are very different um, just because my understanding of that deck has evolved and grown and my relationship with that a deck has evolved and grown. But I think that relationship oftentimes requires time away to allow yourself to grow separate and then also to come back and view the cards in a different light. I think there's a definitely a danger for me, at least, of too much repetition where it becomes sort of monotonous, where it becomes like a sort of like a flash card. You know, we talk about a lot about like moving away from flash cards to memorize. Like it, this shouldn't be a memorization. And I think that like when you participate in tarot or when you give enough tarot readings, especially with the same deck, it becomes like almost like, I think there's a, there's a natural inclination to move towards like a flashcard esque reading where it's like, Oh, like the last six readings I've had, I've had like the two of cups. It always means this. I'm just going to say that, you know? And so I think taking a break allows you to, sort of approach it again from a more unbiased perspective, which I think is the end goal is to approach it from like a totally neutral, omniscient view, I guess would be like the Nirvana state of tarot if, if, if you believe in that. Um, but yeah, I just, I think like taking a break with something like tarot is very necessary because you need to grow and learn and like change and become a different person and, sticking like allowing yourself and allowing your definitions to morph and change along with like the world i think is a really good thing and i think that can be accelerated or helped by taking a break no yeah i totally agree like i think the 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 kind of like groundhog day cycle that seth is talking about where you sort of just start to like hit like the more exhausted I am or the more like kind of like drained I feel um when I'm reading tarot for people that's when I start to like just kind of settle for like the basic three word um interpretations so if a card comes up I might give like the very traditional interpretation of it and kind of just leave it at that Whereas if I'm feeling more inspired or connected to the cards or just intuitive in general, then I'll kind of like, and then I'm more likely to like diverge completely from the traditional meaning and make up something that's entirely specific and unique to the person's situation, which in a lot of scenarios, like not always, but in a lot of scenarios that can be a lot more useful to clients. So there's certainly definitely an element of that it's kind of like when you're exercising and you um 
you feel yourself getting tired tired like I did dance for years and I know that like when I would get tired and dance like the first thing to go would be like I would stop holding my core muscles and so it's like in tarot when you're getting exhausted the first thing to go is like the depth of your interpretation like you kind of just settle for more traditional meanings in my in my experience with reading it's tricky because I know that like we we it's hard to balance kind of like wanting to operate a business that has a a timely schedule and you know like a sense of structure and like okay we respond when people message us we respond when people want reach out and want readings um but we kind of have to balance like the logistical like professionality with the quality of the readings that we're delivering like does it make sense to like reply to a to a client when we're like one or both of us is tired or like does it make sense to wait two days when one of us is feeling like we're better equipped to give an insightful reading and like take the time to really like sit with the person's question and their energy and give it like some good thought so it's tricky tarot is just difficult it's just a it's a weird it's an entirely different beast it's not like this product or this service that we're offering can be um, packaged and remade and distributed at any time of day. It's just such a specific, it's such a specifically timed thing. So it's hard to kind of like orient your business around that. But yeah, is there any, any like final things you want to touch on? I mean, I think to kind of reiterate, I don't want to reiterate fully, but I I think it's a balance. I mean, and I think you know yourself best. I think tarot is partially why, or one of the reasons why I love tarot so much is that I feel like it's a really good way for me to grow and learn. And it's also, I feel like, always a reminder of like, the things I can do better. Um, And so in that way, I think that definitely pertains to this. I don't know. I think it's always good to take breaks with tarot, but do so productively and mindfully. Like I think the, you should always have sort of like the end goal um, of like fully understanding tarot, even though that's, that's never going to happen. It's an impossible task. But you should always have that as the end goal when thinking about tarot. And then therefore, I think all of your actions should be sort of at least somewhat motivated towards that goal, even if it's never going to occur. And so, yeah, I think like taking breaks is really good. It's productive. But also, I don't know, don't throw away tarot. I think sometimes for me, I've taken breaks where it's like too long and then I come back and I like forget meanings and I like feel like I'm starting over again. And I always feel like that's, that's never a good feeling for me personally, but yeah, I just, I would say, no, no, you know who you are, you know yourself best. And probably the only thing that knows you better than yourself is your cards. Um, So ask them, like if you're, if you're wondering about breaks and lengths of breaks or should you take a break or is this break going too long? Ask the cards. Just, you know, they'll they'll definitely have an answer for you. And it probably will be exactly what you know, but you didn't want to say. 
I, I agree with everything Seth said 100%. I think that, like, ultimately you just really need to listen to, like, your inner voice and your, your inner energies. Like, if you're feeling tired, there's no use in trying to push that down and deny it. Just accept that you're tired and take a day off, a week off, a month off, whatever. And I also just feel like when in doubt, if you can, if you have the means to do so, just get a new tarot deck (laughs) or change the way you read or change the rituals that you use when you read or change the people that you're reading for. If you've been only reading for your friends, try reading for strangers. Try, like, I don't know, like, if you've only ever read sober, try giving a reading drunk. Like, that's really fun, too. Like, I don't know, or just sit with pull daily cards. That's like a really good practice. I feel like if you if you're feeling bogged down in the habits and the cycles that you currently have, there's a million and one ways to switch things up and kind of like reawaken your curiosity. I know that it's different for every reader, but I know for myself, like what drives my interest in tarot is my curiosity for the cards and their meanings and just like the history and its origins but then also the curious the my curiosity for like using these cards to understand myself and like the world around me so I think also just thinking about like why am I using tarot like is this about getting to know myself better is this about being able to connect with other people on a more intimate level like is this about understanding the world around me connecting to a higher spiritual power tapping into kind of like the earth and the earth's energy like whatever your like main driving force behind practicing tarot is I feel like if you really tap into that then just kind of like hold on to that as a motor to sort of propel you forward and sort of just an encouragement to keep you exploring and experimenting with the cards because tarot is ultimately as we've said many many times it's just like a very long never-ending experimentation um and there's always more to learn and there's always more to do but you can't learn and explore and come to new conclusions unless you're well rested so yeah rest is important yeah i couldn't say it better myself i think you nailed it on the head all right well If you liked what you were listening to, make sure to subscribe, like, comment, share, all those beautiful, wonderful things, and reach out to us. Um, As we mentioned, we do do readings. So, like, if, if you want a reading, reach out. And, yeah, thank you so much for listening. You've been listening to Fool's Errand. To hear more from us, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Fool's Errand Pod. And if you'd like to reach out to us, email us at thefoolserrandpodcast at gmail.com. We release new episodes every Monday and Friday, so make sure to subscribe, like, and rate us on whatever platform you tune in on. Thanks so much for listening. You'll hear from us soon.